Very good evening, everybody, and welcome to a wonderful Saturday evening in the company of the lovely Hilary Stanley. Hilary, very good evening to you. Thank you, and to you too, Laurie. nice to meet you and, and be able to do this. So thank you for the invitation. Wonderful. We are looking forward very much to this evening. Uh, just before we went uh, live, I was saying to Hilary, I have very little knowledge of uh, the violet flame and its implications. And you know what? That's absolutely wonderful because we are learning so, so much at this time and all different aspects. But the one key thing is they're actually all saying the same message, which is wonderful. So without further ado, I will hand over to Hilary for her evening. Hilary, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, hello, everybody out there. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this. This The Violet Flame has been my passion for a very long time. So I think going back many, many years, I belong to a group who we would sit together and all of us very adept at traveling out of body. And we would go on guided visualizations together as a team to release negative energy from the earth because it had built up, you know, all those years that send your negative thoughts and, and energy down into the earth and poor old mother earth was going enough. I don't want any more. So, and all sorts of energies of old battles and old troubles. So we were setting about releasing these. And I think the first, uh, first guided visualization we did together um, led by a lovely chap called Mark, and he said, before we go, we must invoke the violet flame, bring it into our bodies to release that negativity so we don't take any of our rubbish with us, because this is what we're going out to do. So he said, just take a few deep breaths and just imagine you're breathing in violet light and feel it cancelling out, just negating all problems or difficulties, tensions and tiredness, and as you breathe out, the energy you breathe out might be grey or beige or something that's nondescript, but carries with it all the energy, all the, the negative thoughts and problems of the day. So we all did that a few times. And I sat there and I thought, this is me. I can't describe it, but breathing in this violet light just feels it resonates so closely with me but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know why, I, I couldn't describe it. And I thought I can't come out of this and say I am violet light <laughs> because that just sounds a bit bonkers. So I kept it to myself for quite some time, but um, I asked Kuan Yin to come and help me with it because I felt it so, so strongly. So that was kind of the beginning of, of my journey with it over those last um, 20 odd years that the information and experience of working with it has just grown and grown and grown. But I still remember that time when I knew nothing, nothing, didn't have a clue what it was except violet colored light. So when, um, when I meet people and they say, what is it? That's where I start from, because that if we can get an understanding of what it is, and then I can explain how it works and how you can work with it, then we go from there. It is energy of transformation. And that's because 
it's the edge of our rainbow. It's the edge of light that we can see. Beyond violet, we can't. It's the color of our crown chakra. So it's where we change from being physical energy to spiritual energy. So it's on that frequency of change. If you could imagine light, all different colors of light vibrate and they have different frequencies, just like sound frequencies. So red creates quite a deep bass note and would have that smooth and quite regular beat and the, the frequency. When you go up through all the colors, violet is very high and very fast. And that's why beyond that, we can't see it. Beyond that, it goes into the next octave of light. And on the sound scale, it goes up into the next octave of sound. So we use that, uh, that violet light as frequency to change. We change from one thing into another. So this has been known of for thousands and thousands, millions of years. Um, it's galactic energy. It's nothing, nothing that's special to Earth although it's the highest vibration of light we can see. So this was way back in Atlantis and used in Lemurian times, where it was known as the violet flame of freedom. That was freedom from all ills, freedom from negative base emotions, anything that held us down and kept us trapped. So it's been around a very, very long time. So I'm quite a newcomer to it, but as I say, this has become a real passion of mine because I thrive on change. I love these times we're going through. We all chose to come back now and it is to carry through these changes on earth. So this is what I'm going to tell you about tonight is a tool to use. It's something that will help those changes come through. It's not the be all and end all, nothing is, but it's another piece of the jigsaw that fits together that we all work with all these different modalities and different energies that all fit together. But the violet is very much about change. It's now called the violet flame of transformation because it's grown and expanded since those early times. So a long, long time ago, when I first started and I started wondering about it, there was a little book by Elizabeth Clare Prophet, who's now long gone. And it was just a little square book. I bet lots of you have seen it, no, no bigger than that. And it just said the violet flame and the violet flame decrees. So I read that and I thought, do you know what, I find that really a bit boring to keep repeating the same line over and over and over again. And in those days they did advocate repeating um, two rhyming lines called a, a decree and said repeat this over and over again and it'll build up the violet flame energy. So being a, a bit of a um, butterfly brain, a bit of a you know, typical Gemini, we I just wanted something a bit more than that. I'm very picky on the English language and those two lines didn't rhyme perfectly for me so I'm very pedantic. <laughs> And so I asked all the other guides, I said, look, this doesn't sit well with me. I, I don't feel this is the right way to use it. And then I found another book by the prophets, by Elizabeth and Mark Prophet. And there was a quote in there from the Elohim, who are the creative energy. They take energy from source and they create with it. So worlds, universes, galaxies, uh, they create all sorts 
out of the energy that's there. And there was a quote in there from the Elohim and the Elohim of the seventh ray are Victoria and Arcturus. You may have heard of Arcturus because it's a very uh, bright star in our sky. The Arcturians, it's all very much healing energy. So they're the Elohim on that seventh ray. And the quote said, we don't mind how you use the violet flame. It really doesn't matter. Just bring it into your lives, use it every day, use it in any way that you want to, because it's creation. So you're creating a new reality. You're creating a different way of being. So use that energy to create with, and it'll create it for the highest good, and it will smooth that through because the violet light brings through the change. So that was like giving a blank piece of paper and some lovely crayons to a child. And I thought, brilliant, I can do, use it however I want and do what I want with it. So I started writing down and I, you know, give me more ideas, show me this, show me that. And I started writing down all the different ways that it could possibly be used. So that was where I started from. I started uh, writing my own decrees and then I got bored with that. And then I started looking up the difference between a decree, a mantra and an affirmation. And decrees tend to be these two rhyming lines um, that you repeat over and over again. A mantra is like a, a statement of fact. So it's something we repeat. So we could say, you know, the violet flame transmutes all negativity. So we have that sort of repeating something as a fact. And affirmations are personal. I transmute all negativity within the violet flame. So I started off with those and playing around with writing different ones of those, but the creative energy just took over and I started to all sorts of all sorts of different ways, which is why I eventually wrote them all into a book. Um, it's full of, of ideas of how to use the energy, how it works. So I just want to say first that the violet light that we started from and when light becomes so intense and so bright, it starts to take on a movement and it starts to uh, waver and move a bit like a flame. So I asked what was the difference between the violet light and the violet flame and the violet flame is just the most intense form of the light. It's also the source of light, just like candle flames give us light. So that light, when it's that intense, it, it's the violet flame. So I do a meditation where you can feel that for yourself and hopefully we'll have a bit of time for that. The other thing I, I wanted to mention first is that it's energy of transformation and change, but we also talk about transmutation. So the difference between transmute and transform, transform just means change, but transmute means letting go of something, changing one thing into another. So we've got the actual action of transformation. So you might hear me sometimes say it's transformed or it's transmuted. That's the difference. Transmute will indicate that it's gone from one state into another. 
So apart from those few little bits, it's very easy to use. It's very easy to draw into your life because we're all formed out of all the colors of light. So this is why I personally, this is my own view, but personally I feel there shouldn't be any attunements to this because this is energy you already carry. You already have violet light within you. So I teach people how to use that, how to build it up and strengthen it. I don't change your energy for you. I don't give you the violet flame because it doesn't belong to me. It's just energy. It's out there. It's universal. So I only teach you how to use it yourself, not how to change it. So I know some people do do attunements to it. Um, this, so this is my personal view that, that it's, it's free. Um, you can pay for the teaching, but not for the flame. And I feel very passionately about that too. It's, it must be accessible to everybody. So I have put out on YouTube, um, one of the YouTube um, broadcasts I did, it's uh, the Understanding the Violet Flame. So you might like to have a little look for that. Understanding the Violet Flame with Hilary Stanley. And that will give you a much longer and broader explanation than I can give tonight. The other one I did is the meditation. It's Lighting the Violet Flame Within. And it's a meditation. And that's what I, I do for anybody who asks because it's lovely to, to feel the energy within you. So hopefully we'll, we'll have time to do that. Right, there was also back into the beginning because I know some of you I'm sure do know what this is, but Laurie, I know you don't. And I'm sure a lot of other people, they've either heard of it or just not sure what it is. So I met, um, I went to uh, Earthworks it was, it was a wholesalers over in Paul. And at the time I had Amethyst uh, teaching set healing and teaching center in a shop in Bournemouth. And I went over to restock and I saw a picture on the wall in Earthworks and it was of the Violet Flame Temple. And I looked at it and I thought, that's just how I see it in my meditation. So I asked the lovely Willow who worked there then and said, who did that picture? And it was a computer graphic picture. So she turned to her and she said, oh, it's Walter Bruneel. So I still want to meet him. She went, well, he's Belgian. <laughs> so she said, if he ever comes over, I'll let you know. So it wasn't long after that I got a message from Earthworks to say they were having an open day. And Diana Cooper was there, Judy Hall, um, Joe Wall. And all sorts of other things. She said, Walter's coming over. So I thought, brilliant, brilliant. I've got to meet him. So went along to the open day and he was just surrounded with people. And so I said to Willow, if, if there's a space, can I can you introduce me? And about 10 minutes later, she came over and she said, Walter wants to meet the lady with the bright, shiny violet aura. So I went, oh, is that me? <laughs> So I went over, we've been best friends ever since, you know, it's just, yeah, there's a lovely rapport. He works very much with all sorts of energies now. He's gone way out there, way beyond, but we still have that lovely link through the violet flame. So the light that we work with shows up in the aura 
quite dramatically. And we know that this changes. Now, you know those aura machines that we have at fairs and things, and you put your hand on a, on a plate or hold a bar, and it interprets the energy that you're carrying and translates that into color. So I just wanted to show you this because this really kind of shows up the color nicely. I've just done my Reiki masters, my master teacher. So this was, I wanted this, um, when is it, 2004. I wanted this to show people the color of Reiki, people that I was training. So I asked them to wait and take the photograph when I had the, the symbols in all around me of Reiki. So I was thrilled with that because that is a lovely bright, bright green of Reiki. When I started working with the violet flame and I went again and I had that. And I was chuffed with that because that really shows the sort of colour that it is. And I see people now on the, the workshops that we do, and I see their aura start to change into that lovely violet colour, and it's just incredible to see. And all that is, is people working on it themselves, focusing on that violet light within them, making it brighter and brighter and more and more intense until it floods out into their aura. And I see it like that. So I wanted to show you that because I thought that gives you a, a good idea of being able to create it yourself. It's not something that somebody else gives you or places around you. It's something that comes from within you and you spread it out into your aura. So this energy of change, um, by working with it in any way you wish, once you've once you've felt it, once it's expanded within you, once you set that intent to work with this vibrational frequency of violet light, then you can apply it to all different aspects of life. So I do all sorts of talks and, and workshops. I do teach it, but when I first taught it, it was a workshop for about four and a half hours. It's now over four days, growing quickly into five, and I've got another two days to add. So it soon will be a, a long course to, to get the complete picture of this. Because we're changing, because Earth is changing, because we're incorporating those higher frequencies, I want to reach up and bring down the higher frequencies of violet. So they'll be iridescent, pearlescent, you know, all the, the metallic violet, the, all sorts of different qualities of violet light that we're starting to be able to access and incorporate into us. So really exciting, really exciting time. I love it that, you know, we're seeing all this go. So I know it's a struggle for a lot of people. So if you do work with the violet flame, you can send that out just through your aura, just send it out to to people it's there then if they need it they're not being bombarded with something they might not want they they can just accept it they can breathe it in for themselves if they want to but you have that ability to do that to transmute their negativity for them if they choose it's always got to be hasn't it like any healing or like anything we do it's got to be with the permission of the higher self or soul 
So we do all sorts of things with the Violet Flame. It links very nicely to relationships. I do include, it's not just relationships that are romantic, it's not just your partner. We have relationships with our families, our siblings, our children, our friends, our boss at work. You know, it could be anybody, anybody. Um, people have a good relationship or not with their hairdresser, their doctor, their solicitor, whatever. So I apply different, working with the violet flame in different ways to situations that might be difficult. Now, a lot of people ask me, say, well, I, I can't meditate or I'm not very good at switching off. So how can I do it? How can I access it? So I always say, just focus on, just know the fact that you have that violet light within you. If you wish to, just focus on the color. You can just set up a little altar on a shelf or um, windowsill somewhere, just and collect some violet colored things, um, perhaps some flowers or some crystals, because there's lots of crystals that carry the violet ray and they hold that energy of transmutation. Amethyst, I think, is the most commonly used, most popular one, but there's all sorts and they bring their own healing properties to the of, of the violet flame to help you change in whichever way the properties, the healing properties of the individual crystals are. So there are a lot. Basically, you looked for just for the colour, but anything that helps you focus on the colour, if you find it difficult to meditate, you can write things down. Now, I do have um, violet coloured paper and one of those gel pens that writes in, in purple. So write something down in that colour and set the intent for the violet flame to change it. If you can't imagine your aura spreading out into that lovely violet light, then just feel it flowing through your hands. If you do, if you do Reiki or you do any hands-on healing, just think of that violet light that's within you, send it down through your palms. So if you've written something, you can hold it and just set the intent that that violet light will go through to the words on the paper and will transmute any negativity. Like everything, it's not a quick fix. You do have to spend some time doing it. Many, many years ago, one of a big experience I had this lifetime was heartbreak, I think like a lot of us. So I really, really terrible time. It took me years to get over it. And I thought, oh, I'll hate him forever. <laughs> I was just um, carried that with me far too long. And when I started working with this, and I thought, that's got to clear, you know, it, it had gone, but it still left that bitterness in me. And I thought it's got to go. So I started to work with uh, Kuan Yin again, and Archangel Zadkiel, and Holy Amethyst. And they work, they're the Archangels of the Violet Ray. So they work to help cleanse and purify and put our, our soul, our higher self back in alignment with us. So what we feel here on earth, we feel up there too. So I was working quite a bit with them and being told to imagine the scene of the breakup, you know, surrounded in violet light, like it was in a violet mist. 
and the person involved and myself in a violet colored bubble of light to transmute the negativity and to connect those bubbles between us. So um, I worked with that for a good few weeks and I was thinking, I feel different. I feel different. I understand now that, you know, this was somebody I'd had previous lifetimes with and we probably had a soul agreement. In fact, I know we did have a soul agreement that I wanted to experience this this lifetime. He volunteered to be the bad guy. Now, nobody wants to do that, really. I think if I was sitting around a table up in spirit and they said we want somebody to do something horrid, I'd be hiding underneath it. I, I don't think I'd stick my hand up. But he did and broke my heart. And I thought, actually, you know, that although that hurt, he did it out of love um, for me as, as a soul. So... It helped hugely with the forgiveness, working with the violet flame. And about three or four weeks later, out of the blue, he got in touch. <laughs> we met up. And it was just to kind of lay the ghosts to rest. And it was lovely. We're still in contact and, and friends. But it just really, the violet flame really helped me to move on from that, to understand the bigger picture of it. I don't think I'd have got quite that level of forgiveness. I've since been able to do it with all sorts of others, um, other people, anybody who lets me down. I think, okay, I just need to understand the bigger picture. Remember what I learned from it, because we only learn from the hardest lessons. We don't learn from easy. Uh, I think it's why basically a lot of spiritual people I know have come back to quite difficult lifetimes, you know, quite quite struggles and challenges, huge challenges this lifetime. And I think it's because we recognize now that's how we learn. You know, you're not gonna learn very much from sort of sailing around the world on a yacht, having your nails painted every day. Well, that might be nice for a while, but we wouldn't learn. So we have to, we take on these struggles and these challenges and these things to overcome. And the violet flame helps us overcome them, helps us to see that bigger picture. So talking a little bit about the, the guides and the um, guardians and directors of the violet flame, all those other beings who work on that violet ray, the most, um, I suppose, easily recognizable is Saint Germain. Most people think of him, that's the first port of call, uh, because he gave it back to mankind. So in learning and, and being a student of Saint Germain for a long time now, back in Atlantean times, uh, it was Master Ricosi who was there who held all the rays of light and that healing temple, that temple of transformation in Atlantis is over now in the etheric, but over the realms of Cuba. So as Atlantis started to sink, it broke up into smaller and smaller islands. It didn't go down overnight. Um, it just, it's, it was built on basalt, which is a very, very heavy, dense rock, but volcanic. 
So on Atlantis, every time volcano went up, it created like a vacuum underneath and the basalt sank. So Atlantis went down and, and the land split up into smaller and smaller islands. So at that sort of time when it was, it was going down and the sea levels were rising, um, Master Akosi called Saint Germain and said, take the violet flame to be hidden, keep it safe for mankind because they're not ready to use it now. Everything is, is going to pieces. So, so it was Saint Germain who took it and guarded it for all those thousands of years since. And it was only at the beginning of the 20th century that in between or in between the two world wars that uh, he asked for a dispensation to bring it back into the consciousness of mankind so that we could go through the huge changes of the rest of the 20th, 21st and, and on, the centuries are forward. So he's the one that we tend to think of quite quickly with the violet flame because he was the one that gave it back. So people have asked me, how did you give it back? What do you mean? <laughs> so it was, there were souls on this earth incarnate at that time who were very much more highly attuned to different energies different frequencies and so he went to them basically and he told them about the violet flame and told them how to use it and and gave it back to us through different individuals the world over and of course it's just spread spread and grown as particularly as communication you know got bigger and bigger and better and more travel and, and we do we just spread the word spread the light so that was he's the one who who we tend to sort of focus on with the violet flame his twin flame his female aspect is called lady portia and she represents justice so she's like the um the scales the lady justice with the scales and the sword of truth and the scales like libra and uh, balance or justice in the tarot deck that's lady portia so she's the other half of of saint germain so in the beginning the the attributes of the violet flame were very much just the the violet flame of freedom and that they had different attributes. As more and more of these guides and directors started bringing this out on earth and helping people to move through these stages, that's how the violet flame then grew in its attributes. So it includes now the justice and the mercy and compassion. Kuan Yin is goddess on the seventh ray she had the seventh ray office before Saint Germain took it over when he released the violet flame back to us. So it has, it's just expanded and expanded, which is lovely. So lots of different ways you can use it. How are we doing? Half past. So I, I would like to do that little meditation. If you're all happy to do that, your silence I'll take as a yes. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. I'm transfixed. I'm laughing at you know some of the comments you're making. They're so wonderful, and I'm loving your passion. Yeah, oh, please. Thank you. Please do. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That would be lovely. I'll put some music. I'm not quite sure if you'll hear it, but we can hope <laughs> it might come through on the on the microphone here. So wherever you are, if you'd like to just sit comfortably. 
Take a couple of deep breaths, allow your eyes to close. And just as you breathe out, feel your physical body relax. Let your shoulders drop. Feel your muscles soften as your limbs become heavy. And take your attention down to the soles of your feet and imagine two roots growing from your feet and pushing down through the floor of the room you're in. In your mind's eye, see them draw together, twisting around each other like a piece of rope and descending down through the foundations of the building. Beneath all the bricks and rubble, you see a bright ball of light and it starts to spin. And as it spins, the light opens up and it opens up into a circle. You can spin it faster. See sparks fly off it. This is your earth star chakra. Make it into a perfect open circle and then let it slow down until it's just the right speed and size for you. As it settles, your root drops down through its centre and enters the earth. Your root pushes down through all the soft layers of rock, down through clay and limestone. It drops down through underground water feel your roots splashing through and it twists and turns finding its way through the cracks in the harder layers of rock beneath. Your root descends deeper and deeper in the earth. It passes down through caves and caverns, through layers of crystals and past bright seams of shining metal. Your root is being pulled by the magnetic energy of the iron core of this earth and it draws your root down right to the centre and your root attaches and is held securely on that iron core rock. And with your next breath in, feel you can draw the energy of the earth back up through your root the strength of the iron and the love and compassion of Mother Earth and feel all the colours of light rising back up through your root, separating at your feet and your breath draws them up into your physical body. Feel the rainbow of light filling your torso spreading out across your shoulders and down your arms to your fingertips and rising into your head, soothing and easing your thoughts. You are a rainbow of light. And just focus your attention on the violet ray of light. And just imagine that all pooling into a bright light at your heart centre. 
as if all the violet light is drawn together and settles at your heart. And just see it becoming more and more shiny, brighter and outshining all other colours. And that violet light at your heart starts to flicker and move and it sparks into a flame. And with every breath, the glow of that flame grows and expands through you, changing all the other colors of the rainbow to violet light. And as you breathe out, you breathe that violet light out into your aura. So you can breathe back in the violet light and breathe it out. Feel all tiredness turning to calm and strength energizing you. All problems of the day or week that's gone just dissipate. They no longer matter. Just enjoy a couple of minutes sitting within that beautiful violet light as we draw down a layer of intense gold, bright gold light settling like a membrane around the outside of your energy field protection around the violet. The gold light holds you in a bubble while you sit and breathe and feel the violet light within you and around you and that flame lit at your heart and I'll call you back in a few minutes. Thank you. 
Whenever you're ready, just take another deep breath in. Just feel the presence of your physical body here in the room that you're in. Be aware again of your thoughts. Be aware of the energy around you. Start to feel movement again in your fingers and in your toes. Whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you just felt a little bit of what the energy feels like within you. Feeling things start to change, feeling things start to open up. So then you can apply that to whatever, whatever you wish. I had all sorts of different stories or experiences back from people. Some of them were incredible. People that I've taught over the years and then they gave me their experiences. One really, a couple really, really come to mind. There's a lady whose neighbor had just lost his wife and he was just in the depths of despair. So she kept going round to him and she said, what's it like? How does it feel to him? And he said, it's a black hole. Life is just, um, just a black hole. I can't think anything. So she got some black card and she cut out a circle in it. And she said, I want you to, every time you feel like that, stick a pin in it. Every time you feel life is hopeless, stick a pin in. And as he did that over, you know, a week or so, she got some purple um, cellophane. I think she'd been eating too many Collar Street Brazil nuts, to be honest. But it was that lovely purple cellophane and she stuck it on the back and then she hung it in his window for him. And as the light came through the window, it shone out all of those little pinpricks um, and he could see all the violet and the, and the purple coming through. So he said every time he felt this despair, he'd look up at that and think, no, it's, you know, there is light, it is coming through. Well, I thought that was ingenious. I thought, yeah, huge gold star for that one, the lady that came up with that, brilliant. So please, please, if you want to work with this, you are only limited by your imagination. There are no rules. So again, that very much appeals to the child in me. Uh, there's nothing that you have to do. You do have whatever it feels, whatever it takes. I also had another lady who was having trouble with her neighbors and this has been going on for some time a family in there and a young lad with a motorbike and lots of rowdy friends and 
great boom box, you know, going on. And the parents would argue a lot and they were a little bit, what can they do? So after that lady had done the Violet Flame workshop and she learned about it, she went home and she visualized all little violet flames along the intersecting wall, you know, because they were a party wall with, the, with their neighbors. And she imagined like the little gas jets that used to be on the British gas advert, a bit like that on your violet. She just stopped short of, of drawing them in felt pen on her skirting board, but she said, I put them there. She said her husband and she went out at night and they visualized planting violet flames all the way along the fence, all the way along the hedge. And her daughter made a thermostat on to stick on the wall with blue tack. So every time they got rowdy or were having an argy-bargy, uh, the, the daughter would say, shall we turn the violet flames up? <laughs> so she'd go and twist this imaginary dial on the wall and the three of them would sit there and go, right, the, the violet flames are all burning bright up through the wall, up through the fence, and the noise would go down. And she said, eventually, it took a few months, but eventually uh, everything started to calm down. So I've heard back so many times over and over again, it works. Keep doing it. Don't give up. I have one lady who said, I'd love to do this, but my husband doesn't like it, doesn't like me doing, thinks this is hocus pocus and, and won't go along with it. So I can't have anything out. So she bought a, a violet colored box file. Um, and I think only from the range or somewhere, it was not expensive. And she'd keep her bits and pieces in that. So when he was off out or when he was at work, she'd get her little box out from under the bed, take her things out, focus her mind on, on the violet flame and on what she wanted to change. She'd write bits down and keep them in her box. And I said, please be careful. If you write something down, it's liable to be read. So don't say anything against your husband because he may one day find it. Um, you know, put it in a different way or say it in a, in a different way. But she did it and she said that that's perfect. She said, because he has no idea. Their relationship had got back onto a much better footing. And she said, it's just been, just helped me so much to have something to do. And that came up again when a friend of mine's grandfather was, um, preparing for his final journey over to spirit. And she said, I feel so helpless. I, I, there's nothing I can do for him. You know, we, we've done everything we can. And I, I, there's no point me sort of sitting there beside him in, in the hospital because um, he doesn't really know me anymore. So I said, visualize a tunnel of violet light going from him to spirit widen it out bridge that gap because it is you know our, our linked spirit is violet the violet chakra color so i said imagine that as a big tunnel so that his loved ones can come through very easily on that vibration and when he's ready to withdraw from the physical body he will pass through that violet light 
and she said she did it every day and she just it gave her something to do some way that she felt she could help him his passing was beautifully peaceful and she said i really feel i helped and i said well, you did undoubtedly help him make his transition we hear a lot of stories of people bearing witness to their loved ones passing back into spirit and the room seemed full of violet light oh wow i wonder how strange <laughs> uh, to me it is that link it's the vibration we come in on as well but i think in a delivery suite you know the midwives and, and mum poor mum is probably far too busy to notice what color the light is but it's that that's our transition so the violet flame the, that frequency of light takes us between different states of being different realms i do a lot of astral traveling it's just something i've been able to do since a child and i never never lost it and all i have to do is is focus my mind on on the violet and i'm gone so it does aid that that transition so others of the guides that we do connect with and do work with, apart from I've mentioned Saint Germain and his twin flame, Lady Portia. We have, if you prefer working with the archangels rather than the ascended masters, because different frequencies resonate better with different individuals. So the archangels are Zadkiel and Holy Amethyst. We also have Kuan Yin, the Oriental and Buddhist goddess of mercy and compassion. Her retreat is over the Great Wall of China and it's lovely to go there. Now she helps us with karma. She's one of the karmic lords. So I know we all laugh and say, you know, yeah, I've got a list for karma to sort out, but she helps us with our own, <laughs> not just other people's. So she helps us to see our Akashic records um, helps us to understand what's still outstanding and helps us to settle that and balance it. Sometimes it is in ways where you will, if it's with somebody who is still perhaps alive now on earth, the opportunity will come to meet up just as it did for me. And sometimes you, you have that opportunity to settle it in that way, but she will talk you through it. Her retreat is like a typical uh, Chinese turreted building in the etheric up there and beautiful carved jade doors set with amethyst and, and rose quartz. And she has holds the mercy flame in there, which is a bright, bright pink. And through there, there's lots of different doors leading off the main foyer and she will help you either you choose which doorway to go through or she will open the doorway that is going to lead you to the most appropriate for you to experience so she helps us with karma she works with a violet flame so that transmutes any negative karma or if we're unsure whether karma is done you know did i tick that box is it done she will show you She'll show you either in, in the Akashic records, that are your records. They're not anybody for anybody else really to see. They're your personal record of every thought, deed and action written by your higher self, your soul. So it's a bit like I wouldn't share my secret diary with anybody. So 
I would say, you know, ask Kuan Yin to show you your Akashic records. If it's lit in violet light, it's it's being transmuted as as we as we work. If there's a gold line drawn across underneath, it's done. So she can help you check on karma and karmic situations because this lifetime, you know, most of us are here, possibly for the last time. Um, and we don't want any outstanding karma to draw us back into another physical incarnation. So it's quite important to to know that that's settled and we settle it by just flooding it with the violet flame. So when you carry that vibration of light and you focus on it, imagine giving somebody a hug. I know we can't at the moment, so you'll have to imagine it. But when you see somebody who's perhaps tensed up, anxious, going through a difficult time, give them a hug and, and just let that violet light surround the both of you. And you hear them take a huge sigh of relief. And they just say, oh, thank you. I feel so much better. When I had Amethyst, the, the shop in Bournemouth, some years ago now, but people would just sometimes come in through the door and they'd come in and they'd stand and they'd go, ah, ah. see you next time. <laughs> they'd go. <laughs> we just, okay. <laughs> They're just feeling the energy in here. It is lovely. I used to light it there every day when we moved in. And of course, I called it Amethyst after Holy Amethyst and Violet Flame Crystal. We had, there was a young lad lived upstairs and he was a bit wild and a bit wayward, um, getting into all sorts of naughty things and you know, having lots of friends around and not paying his rent. And the landlord would say, oh, you know, I, I'm so, I've kicked him out so many times and he's I promise I promise I'll change he said since you've been here he said have you seen him and I said oh I did the other day he's he's cleaned himself up and he said I don't know what you're doing down here in the shop he said but he's had his hair cut he's got a job he's cleaned his act up and he's now paying his rent on time so he said I don't understand any of this this is way beyond me but thank you and I went you're welcome <laughs> because it was just the energy rises you know flames go up so it obviously transmuted a lot for him um he did become quite chatty and used to pop in so I, it, it's again i've seen this over and over again that it works so i do hope you you enjoy it there are several other um i mentioned arcturus and victoria the elohim so if you feel creative Creation is with anything. It's not just painting. So you can craft things, you can make things, you can paint your walls, decorate in violet. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of healers I know have violet colored healing rooms um, because it is that transmutation. So it helps people to come in, have healing, let go of the rubbish and the, the difficulties and feel refreshed. So it's a very appropriate color for healing rooms. So wherever you are, there's also where this, a lot of this comes from, oh, a few more minutes. Uh, there is out there, not in this galaxy, uh, a violet planet. Now that's a lovely place to go and visit. In meditation, of course, because we can't rocket fire you up there. 
but it is a world that was very much like this and over thousands of years the violet flame built up to such a point that they were able to transmute a lot of the negativity and the aura around it is now violet so there's a lovely healing temple up there and the overseer of that world is called Omri Tass and he works very much for the global healing and global transformation so if you're doing any any work like that then it's lovely to uh, to call on him and to ask him he holds great spheres of violet intense intense violet light that he releases down to earth he also set a reservoir at the center of earth of violet light so when you root into that core into the iron rock you're also picking up the violet light from down there there's also a great reservoir of it over Central Europe, um, which I think is possibly was placed there because of all the, the government and the, um, a lot of the legislation that goes on there. So they can never be used up. He replenishes them all the time. But for anything that you want, some global healing or a mass situation, you know, when we have the tsunami, for example, oh, gosh, you know, a lot of us were calling on Amritas, bring those, let those violet flame spheres drop. And then a lot of us were going out of body to help those hundreds and hundreds of souls pass into the light. And it was always with the violet flame, with the, the light of that, that they made their transition. So there's a lot that you can do with this. Um, there is no limit. So when I do teach it, it's, um, we just go on and on and on. And it's, it's, I can't recommend it strongly enough. If you like change, if you want to change, if you're struggling through changes, it is a really, really good tool to use. So I know, like I said, you know, leave some time for your questions at the end. If you are interested in reading more about it, that, um, as I said, I put a lot of practical exercises, practical things you can do, ways you can use it. That's the book I have, but, uh, oh. <laughs> it, it does say by Hilary Stanley at the bottom there, but that's got all sorts of experiences, um, practical exercises, you don't have to meditate, there's all sorts of other things you can do. The meditation that I, I did earlier is on, I have two CDs out, oh, reflection, <laughs> see all the way back through my house. Um, that's just this, this one is called freedom and forgiveness. It's very much a personal journey. So that's linking it that has the, that initial meditation to like the spark of violet flame. And this connects you to Kuan Yin, to Saint Germain and Lady Portia and to Archangel Sadkiel and Holy Amethyst. So that's a, a bit of a personal journey. It helps you to let go of anything from the past, anything that's still causing you difficulties. And the other lovely image but, and the book on the book, all by that Walter Brunel I was telling you about. Absolutely fab, lovely images, lovely energy. And this one is called Magic and Manifestation. So this is working with um, Merlin, because Merlin was an incarnation of Saint Germain. 
and it's working with Omritas, so it talks you through a visit to that Violet Planet and the, the temple there, and the Elohim, Arcturus and Victoria. So this is what you can create. So that's kind of, this is a broader aspect. They're just three guided meditations, beautiful music by Neil H. I don't know if any of you are familiar with his music, but do check out Neil H's music. He does all sorts of lovely meditation and background music or music to just chill out to. So lovely. I'm so lucky. I really am to have, you know, all these different people. Patrick is another one who's painted but Merlin behind lovely painting of transformation. So all these lovely souls, we all come together. And like Laurie said, we have the same message. We do the same thing, but all in our individual ways. And that's what I love. I love the, the variety and the diversity. So once you start working with energy like this, you attract other people that resonate on that frequency and life just opens up. It literally has changed my life. So. I do hope that you've enjoyed this and that in some small way, it will help to start or ease changes in your lives. Okay, so I know, Laura, you said at about eight o'clock, you'd come back in and um, and see if there's any questions. I'm here. <laughs> that was wonderful. Absolutely oh. wonderful. Um, yep. Yeah a few questions come in um one which was i was trying to resolve finding the link to post but uh jackie was asking how can we purchase the cds oh hi jackie <laughs> um yes i've got them i've got them here so just you know text me because i know jackie yeah text email um i do have two websites i have the violetflame.co.uk and I have, which is just the violet flame. And I also have a new one, spiritwise.info. I don't know if, if that looks, if that's come out backwards. No, it looks okay. Spiritwise, that's all the things I do, um, as well as the violet flame. So there should be links on both those websites, but an email, Facebook, Messenger, WhatsApp. Yeah, just, I've got them all here. So thanks, Jackie. Wonderful. I have been putting a few links up on the side as well. I managed to get the uh, the violetflame.co. I missed the ending of the other one, spiritflame. .info. Spiritwise. Yeah. .info. Info. Okay. I shall just pop that up now. Thank you. No problems. That's In. been my lockdown. <laughs> That's been my lockdown project. <laughs> building a new website with lovely <laughs> yeah those links are up there thank you just thank going you. back for a couple of the questions there there have been people very active on the chat i must actually say while i'm just desperately searching for these questions here uh fiona parry dodd who's on tonight they dropped by today to see me and as they were leaving, they were talking, and she said, oh, I love doing the foot massage because I imagine these roots going right the way down to the center of the earth. And I'm, I'm listening to you going, were you there? Really? <laughs> yeah. The deeper we go, the we fly. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great, great, great. Very, very good. Oh, that's lovely. 
Uh, I can't quite find the question at the moment, but somebody did ask, do you have to be attuned to the violet flame to work with it? No, no. Personally, no. It, the energy is free. We all carry that vibration of light. It's not for anybody else to give it to you or to, you know, attune you to it. It's something that we just, the energy is free. It, it, it is what it is. And we just teach people how to use it, how to build it up, how to spread it out. I know some people have. I, I meet people all the time and they say, oh, yes, I've been attuned to that. And I just, mm. <laughs> 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 because I have to, because otherwise I don't <clears throat> my mouth and bite him with both feet. I Join really, the club. Really, <laughs> I really believe we don't. You don't. It's not for somebody else to adjust your energy. Um, so, in other words, no, Linda. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that was lovely. Yeah. Sue Townsend, actually, shortly after her asking this question, you did answer the first part uh, oh, regarding yes. the angels. Uh, yes. But interesting, how are the changing energies affecting our chakras? Oh, hugely, hugely. As mm. we start to absorb higher rays of, of light and higher rays of colours, all our chakra colours are descending into the, into the ground, into the earth, and we're absorbing the new ones. What I've found over and over again is that people's chakra colours and their energy is changing in accordance with them individually. So we can no longer say, you know, that your solar plexus is yellow, that your your crown chakra is violet. It's changing. I've been told mine's changing to a seafoam blue. Um, and it's just each individual is changing in their own way. And also as, as they're realigning, I think that's why we're having sort of personal issues and personal struggles as we start to work with these different frequencies of light and absorb them into our bodies our bodies are kind of going oh what's going on <laughs> you know getting a little bit um and i think that's why i know some people refer to it as ascension changes and mm, mm. um but it's just as we adapt so yes they are they're changing hugely at the moment Brilliant. Yeah. I'd, just a couple of uh, just little things. When you were talking, I'm frantically writing down notes so I don't forget these things. Um, you, you were talking about the negative energies at this time very early mm -hmm. on. And yes. I, that really struck a chord with me because six months prior to this, uh, mm -hmm. when I was working as a platform medium, my addresses yeah. were all based on etheric energy and the issues with us keep pumping out this negativity, negative. And I, when you yeah. said that, yes. that was like, yes, yeah, get that. I really do. Don't ever send it down into Mother Earth. If you're releasing negative energy, light the violet flame or ask the violet flame to take it. When I clear my house every day, um, energetically, not, not physically, don't do that. Um, but when I clear it, I, I use a mercury sweep. I imagine a wall of mercury coming through that all the way through or from under the foundations all the way up. As soon as it's outside, 
I roll all that mercury into a great big ball. So it contains any negative energy that was here in me, in anywhere about. And violet flame, that ball, it turns it into neutral energy and take it up to be used where it's needed. Please don't send any more back into the earth. Mother Earth just doesn't, doesn't need it. Right. Uh, I'm going to have to change my ways then because one of the <laughs> tech... <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, folks. <laughs> yeah, last four months all down to me. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's just a different way of working. And I think as we're able to reach those higher levels now, it's adapting to working in that way. So, yeah, it's just something I've always... I think since we used to go out as a as a group and clear negative energy from the earth i think i changed then and thought oh, can't keep doing that so yeah up up out into the violet light i, I will remember that <laughs> I, I, I don't want to create you any more work love <laughs> hillary absolutely awesome darling absolutely brilliant yeah uh for inviting me on no loved it loved it loved it a real pleasure thank you thank you to everybody watching tonight and those who will be watching later on catch up bless your hearts just a few notices for the church side tomorrow afternoon at three o'clock we will have our live service uh from here oh, it's the other side isn't it, on camera here <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just please be aware, though, people, uh, we have got tickets available. They are free, available through a link on the events page of the church. This is just to control the numbers and to negate that fact of having to stand on the door saying, sorry, you can't come in because the numbers, the spaces are limited, and we will be adhering to that very stringently. Monday night, we have meditation at 7 o'clock, and then on Wednesday at 3 o'clock again, same rules apply as what I've just said for the Sunday service. We will have our live service here. We are streaming our live services with this camera here. So if you don't wish to come out at the moment, I fully applaud that decision. You know, if people say, no, I'm not ready, do you know what? Well done. You can join in live online. All right. Hillary, once more, awesome. Thank you, Laurie. I, I love sharing it with anybody who listens. So thank you to all of you out there who have and who will. If you do want to know any more, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Brilliant. And you will find all the links on the chat box uh, when you watch this on Catch Up. I also put in a few links there when you were talking about the different archangels. I was Googling and linking in there as well. So there's plenty of work there you can uh, follow up on. Yeah. And indeed, go back to that meditation. That's not a one-off. Yeah. That's, uh... That's just, yeah, I give that just just freely because i love it there's yep. lots on the archangels on my on my website um all sorts of of info on both so yeah do have a have a look and let me know if i can help in any way laurie thank you so much it's been it's been lovely lovely not lovely wonderful <laughs> <laughs> yes okay sorry it's been wonderful <laughs>
<laughs> Wishing everybody a wonderful evening. It is lovely out there. Enjoy it. Yeah. Just look out the window. Look at nature. Look at the violet flame. Take in that energy. It's there. It's free. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Thank you so much. Good night. <laughs>